bonus episode, how Brandy lost 90 pounds and has kept it off. Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we relearn how to lose weight so you can reach your goal weight with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the busy moms who've tried it all. If you're tired of endless dieting, a tired mom, and ready to learn what works, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzant. Let's get this lesson started. Hello there, mamas. So probably one of the biggest joys of what I do is when I hear from clients who I haven't heard from for a long time and I get a message, it always comes in one format or another that says, I just wanted to let you know that I've hit a new goal or I've kept my weight off. And some of you may remember Brandy. Brandy was in my first ever weight loss groups. It was a group that I offered for employees at the clinic that I worked at. And Brandy jumped in at it and was amazingly successful at creating weight loss despite having a busy mom life and working and all of the extra mom, young mom additions to the weight loss journey that can make it tricky. And so Brandy actually was one of our initial members who got pictures because she hit her goal weight. And we did Facebook Lives back in 2020 when it was COVID. Brandy and I literally, I remember, sat on my back porch and did a Facebook live (laughs) during COVID because that's all I was doing back then because she had hit her goal weight. We were so excited for her. She'd done amazing things. And Brandy has gone about living her life. So Brandy's moved. She's now stay-at-home momming with two small children. And I got a message from Brandy last week that said, I just wanted to let you know, I hit 90 pounds down and I'm doing awesome and I'm using my coaching tools. And instead of reaching back out to Brandy and saying, tell me everything, I said, let's do a podcast because I have to hear this. And so do our mamas. It is so much fun to hear. I want you guys to consider that. Brandy, was it an eight or 12 week program back then? Do you remember? Um, Don't. I, I know it started when COVID started. So yeah, I think it was 12 weeks and it was literally, we met in person and we had all these weird things happen with COVID, but I was literally just using these tools for the first time. And I want you all to consider that Brandy has lost 90 pounds and kept it off. I think the last time I probably even talked to you was over a year and a half ago. I was trying to think of, of when that was. So I think you've probably lost how many more pounds since we last talked? Is it five or 10? I was thinking it might be five. I'm not, I'm not hundred percent sure. I don't remember the last one. I mean, it's, that's okay. You don't have to (laughs) 90 pounds is amazing. And you are keeping this weight off. Brandy, tell us what are the tools that have made this so effective for you? If you had to name it in like breaking it down to the simplest strategies, how have you created such amazing weight loss results and continued on this path? This has been two and a half years for you. It's a lot about my relationship with food. Like food isn't a reward. Everything doesn't revolve around eating. 
I mean, everything, it seems, revolves around some form of food. Parties, girls' nights out, everything has food. And at one point, I realized I, I don't need food to have a fun time. It's hard to be at a party and be involved when you're stuffing your face. Yes, yes. And so in that, I think that's such a shift. It's a cultural shift. It's a personal shift, right? Literally, Brandy loves to share. She's like, I'm a little awkward. I love that about Brandy. So I imagine for you going into those events before, it was like, okay, this may feel a little awkward. So food will step in and make me feel a little more comfortable. How do you think you made that shift? What in what were the thoughts behind it to say, I'm actually just creating more awkwardness when I'm focused on the food. It's such a great thought shift. If you consider that, I can see how that's created different results for you. That one thought shift alone. But how did you learn to value that and get through that transition? I mean, I would make, go in and make a beeline for, you know, the buffet area or find the food and kind of hide almost behind it because I was like, well, if I'm eating, then people aren't going to expect me to talk to them. So it was kind of a wall almost. And I mean, I know I'm a little, a little awkward, a little weird, but I mean, people tend to accept it. So I just had to kind of get past that and talk to people. And I actually became one of the leaders of the mops group here. And I mean, I can't lead a group while I'm sitting there eating. So I mean, I basically I put the food down like the food was an almost like an afterthought. And I mean, I enjoy things a lot more when I'm not hiding behind that. Yes. And I think that what you said is so true, Brandy, is just recognizing that for those of us who consider like we put food in that space to fill the awkwardness and what really happened for Brandy and is the key to creating lasting weight loss is realizing that my thought that I'm awkward is what's driving me to food. And I think underneath it is the thought that that's a problem, right? Like you said, now it's like people love me for my awkwardness. You said, accept. I'm going to challenge you to consider that they may love that about you. And that's because you learned to accept and love that part of you and show up without needing food to be the buffer. So ladies, this is how the work changes your life. I want you to just consider two and a half years into this for Brandy. She's now a leader of the Mops group. She's now 90 pounds down and living that way. But it starts with the shift in the thought and your life becomes more fun. Is your life more fun now, do you think? Yeah, I mean, I have have a lot more energy. I'm doing a lot more things. I'm participating before. I mean, I wouldn't really go out. I didn't really want people to see me because I was, I mean, I would say shy, but really I was just very self-confident about the way that, you know, I look and that, I mean, that helped that kind of pushed things. Um, I remember when you joined the Optimist Club. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was pre-move. I remember. And it was like the end of coaching. And she's like, I'm joining the Optimist Club. And I'm like, that sounds amazing for you. I felt like for you, that was a big first step of like coming out of your shell and just accepting who you were and knowing that you are enough and that you'll find the people who reflect that back to you. Yeah. And I wasn't exactly ever a leader. I didn't think I could, you know, 
be the person in front of people. I always was, you know, behind people or allowing other people to be that person. And it's been great being that person. I mean, having people, I don't, I, I don't know if I would say look up to me, but um, it's I'm been, sure people look up to you, Brandy. <laughs> it's, I have a lot more confidence. Love that. So you're a busy mom. You've got little kiddos at home. How would you say that your eating has changed like on a regular Tuesday for you? How does that look different than it used to be? Well, and I think I've told you before when we, I think the first meeting we had, you told us, um, I think it was like no flour, no, like we couldn't have flour or sugar. And I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I'm I'm, taco (laughs) Tuesday. And this person's trying to tell me I can't have my tacos. And I'm like, you know, a hard pass. <laughs> and I was just, I was like, this, no, this is crazy. But I mean, I, I kind of did like a low carb, you know, low sugar kind of thing. And I mean, Taco Tuesday, you've got beans, flour, like everything is carbs. And I'm like, this is impossible. But I've kind of taken almost, I would say kind of a lazy keto approach when I'm putting together meals for, you know, two picky kids and a slightly picky husband, nobody in here wants like low carb. So I mean, there's and there's been a ton more options as well for low carb. It's it's gotten a lot more affordable, but it's also, I mean, I've gone to the kind of extreme side and bought the super expensive low carb things. And, and at a point you realize that's not something you can keep up. So if you can't keep it up, you're not going to keep doing it. So, I mean, if I have like taco night and I don't have low carb tortillas, I don't always need that option. I can just skip the tortilla, put some lettuce in there, some meat. If I don't have like we're having spaghetti or something that I don't have another option. I usually just eat less as well. I don't need a, you know, heaping pile of food. So, I mean, there's so many options. There's the buy everything, low carb option. And then there's a lot of simple options too. I love that because here's what I hear from you. And I think this is so key for long-term success and why you've been successful. Cause I remember your journey, you kind of started low carb, then it felt like you were almost going plant-based for a while. And you kind of, you ventured into a lot of different areas, Mm -hmm. but what it came down to is this is what works for me. I don't need to blindly follow somebody's rules, right? At first we think we might have to, cause we don't even know how to create a weight loss result. But as this fits into your life, you're using all of the different tools. It's like, I choose these. If I don't have them, my relationship with food isn't so important that I'm going to tell myself, oh, I'm just going to like curl into a ball and cry because I don't have low carb tortillas. I'll make it work. Right. And if I don't have an option, like I like spaghetti, you're like me. I prefer like more of the traditional noodles than the newer palminis and those things that some people like. I'll just eat less of it. That's how you make this work to reach your long-term goals. I think for all of us, we start very rule-based, but learning to practice progress over perfection and make it fit your life for your busy family is the key to being 90 pounds down two and a half years after you started this journey. That's how you've done it with such success. Tell me when you moved, did you notice any big changes around that? Because I know you moved a little more rural than you were before. Yeah, it was a little bit difficult at the beginning because 
years. We moved here, but we actually didn't have a house. We were in a hotel for almost a month with oh, four wow. people in two rooms, tiny little kitchen. It was, it was, there was not a lot of options. That was one of, that was a huge hurdle. And we have food trucks on every corner here. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah. And that was something new, but Cheap, easy and accessible food yeah. trucks are it. Yeah. There was a lot of trying to figure out what to eat at different places. Cause it was a little difficult to cook in a hotel room, but I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I kind of figured out then some easy meals that I could make for myself just in that hotel. We had a, um, they have the free breakfast every morning and wasn't a lot of healthy options there. You have to feed a whole hotel of people. You're not going to have such healthy stuff, but we usually went down there and kind of fed the kids. And then I would get things that fit into my diet, like eggs were fine. And sometimes I would actually bring them up to my hotel room and kind of doctor them for myself. Um, Smart. Yeah, they weren't always the best breakfast. So I could take them up and kind of change them. It helped when we finally got into the house and had all the things that we needed. But um, that was a that was a big hurdle to get over. Well, that is a huge hurdle. And I want you to consider that like the ability to continue on your path to life at your goal weight in a hurdle like that for an extended amount of time, when it would feel very normal to just be like, eat whatever, because stress is high. Emotions are, I'm sure, extremely high in a very small hotel room with all those people. You also get into all that brain stuff of like, I don't have it, right? Our brains are just going to go on fire. When you got into your home, what were the thoughts that kept you on this path? Um, mostly how I felt. I And kind of looking back at, you know, where I was when I started this and um, looking at before pictures is just a huge motivation. Um, I've also kept a lot of the clothes and outfits I still have that used to be just like tight on me. And I, I look at those outfits and sometimes I put them on. I know there's um, a dress from my wedding, actually, that I have. Um, we took pictures in and I remember we had to take the dress and I think we had to close pin it in the back for it to actually fit on me. And I that's in my brain like all the time, like that dress in that dress at our wedding. It was tight on me. It was <laughs> It was a bit of a squeeze to get in. And then in those pictures, you know, I had to close pin that. Yes. And I mean, that's in my brain. Yeah, think about that. Well, that's a dress you'll never forget. It's worth keeping. Yeah. I love having those progress pictures. A lot of people hate having to take pictures and I'm like, it's so worth it for later because you forget in the day to day, the amount of change you've made. But when you have that visual documentation and you have the memories of like, I remember barely fitting into this dress and look at this now, look at the life I've created. I mean, Brandy, I love the transition of your life because it's such an example of how you can choose a different, I I mean, I guess we'll say better, but just more authentic to you future, right? Of literally coming from this space of maybe I don't even want to give up tacos on Tuesday, right? (laughs) And by the way, this group was free, right? To like, I just want out to all the way two and a half years later, having moved, living 90 pounds lighter, but also living more authentically you no longer hiding behind the weight and the food. 
living with your purpose and the example that that sets for you, for your future and for your sons. It's such a beautiful blessing that you're bringing into other people's lives because you've chosen that better is possible. And you've really created it, I think, in every aspect of your life. Now, I'm going to have to get you back out here to like give you a hug in person sometime yeah. soon, because I feel like I just, I'm getting to see your face on the podcast, and it's so much fun for me. If you had advice for somebody who's just starting out and is like, it's Taco Tuesday, and um, I don't know if this is worth it, what would you tell them? Don't quit. Just keep going. I mean, it sounds crazy. And I, I was, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, there's, there's no way. Like, I know we talked about different diet plans and different things you can do. And I mean, I honestly thought about the negatives of each one when we started. I I don't like counting carbs and counting calories and figuring all that out. And I'm like, well, how am I going to, how am I going to do this? Like, None of my kids like the same foods. My husband's a super picky eater as well. And I was at first thinking, you know, about them and about how hard it was going to be. That was my first thought. This is, this is hard. This is, this is going to be another thing in my life to add, but I mean, it's not. And I was thinking, okay, we're, I've, I've lost a little weight before and I gained it back. And because I couldn't, I couldn't handle the added stress of a weight loss program, but it's, it's not, it's not a weight loss program. It's, I mean, it's a complete change of thought about food and how food is in your life. And once you kind of figure that out, it becomes a lot easier. It's incredibly true. It is literally a change in what we call in coaching your think, feel, eat cycles, right? It's like Brandy went from the place of just the eat, the action, right? Of like, now I got to figure all this out. And that's where you get to the negative, right? So you're like all these rules, I got to figure it out in my real life. It's not going to fit, right? Those are the thoughts that creates the feeling of fear, frustration, deprivation, all of those negative thoughts. I love that you just shared that because it was such a great example of how your thoughts create your feelings, which drive you to want to quit. And instead she's like, it's not, it's literally a change of how you think about food. And when that changes, the feelings change and the eating changes, and that creates your new future. Right? It's literally created for Brandy 90 pounds down two and a half years later and living her life more fully. I love it, Brandy. Thank you so much for sharing this with us. I can't tell you how much fun it has been to watch your journey and to share in this with you. And I just can't wait to see what the future creates for you. Yes, I'm excited. Me too. If you love today's show, make sure to share it with a mom who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get all of the latest lessons from the School of Weight Loss podcast. Ready to reach that goal weight? Head on over to drmommy.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-M-O-M-E.com to learn more about Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, my virtual weight loss coaching program.